she's like oh i'm so sorry and i'm like well why she's like you've ended up with dom daddy dionysus imagine yourself under a starry sky around the warm glow of a sacred fire where speakers gather to share their wisdom and insights creating a sacred space where all are welcome to warm their hands here are your hosts caitlin stormbreaker Sarenth Odinson, and Jim Two Snakes discuss spirituality, mythology, animism, and culture around a virtual sacred fire. Welcome. 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 Won't you join us around Grandfather Fire? The world slows as the cold winds blow. Down, down from the north, bringing with it snow and ice and freezing cold rain. The storms are harsher, longer, and colder now in these winter months, though it brings with it the wild hunt. Paws tearing into the ground, ripping through the moss weaving between the trees, seeking out vengeance lost. The storm rages overhead. Horse hooves ring out like thunder. Lightning crashes, lighting up the darkness, bringing us to our targets. We find our footing. We run as pack as one. We howl the noise tearing through our throats in between our teeth. We howl and we run as one. The storm invigorates us. The riders urge us forward. The scents, so many scents, we find them. We seek them out. We find our prey. We bring justice to the weak. Those who have been hurt and cordoned off and pushed aside. We find them and we seek vengeance, but we do not hide. Return to the storm, return to the riders, return to your homes. and Find peace and calm before the hearth. Let the warmth from the fire fill your furs and become human once more to return to the hunt when it returns. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Around Grandfather Fire. You're listening to episode number 101, two, three. I am your host, as always, Jim Two Snakes, joined by my good friends and co-hosts, Caitlin Strawbreaker and and, uh, Sarah Thornson. And how's everybody doing tonight? You needed a light intro after that. That's right. (laughs) Sorry. That's right. I don't know where the fuck that came from, but that apparently that's one in a prayer. Chose things that would theoretically rip someone's throat out, but I feel like the Count is reformed from his blood-sucking yeah. ways and no. dedicated himself to... I'm pretty um, sure he's hypnotized all numbers. the other Muppets <laughs> and have like gotten that's them it. to bring people on. Like, yes. Oh, that's true. Eddie there Goon. are very few reoccurring guests. Mm, I'm going yeah. to suck your fluff. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I've I've had a fucking week, y'all. Let me tell you. <laughs> but 
the the little girl freaked me out. I thought I was going to have to say goodbye, but she's she's good. She's her problem is she just has some broken teeth. Nick, and one to of be them clear everybody. Yes, yes, my my little familiar. I thought I was going to have to put her down. Um, but no, she's she's better. In fact, she was playing with her toys last night and today and when I saw oh, that I, I became really giddy and I'm just like, yeah, oh my god. And I'm sure I've been annoying the daylights out of her, just like being on her all the time. I'm home and yeah, no, she's good now. But my, we have to get some awesome. teeth removed and get her my some special soft food. Cat, uh, had some tooth problems and was the same thing, kind of losing weight and just he acted kind of upset all the time. And they finally figured out, you know, his teeth, he, was, he just wasn't eating. So... Well, the weirdest thing is she hasn't been losing weight. In fact, Mm -hmm. she gained a pound. um, But the last two weeks or so, she would walk over to her food bowl that was full and meow sadly at me like, Mom, I'm hungry, but I can't eat it Mm because my mouth hurts. And like her behavior didn't change. She wasn't upset. She wasn't grumpy, but she was acting weird and lethargic. And like she was like in the in-between state. And so I was like... I don't know what the fuck is going on. And then she didn't, she barely ate for like three days. And I was like, I, we need to right. we need to go into, we need, we need to figure this out. Well, yeah. And you know, in my son's case, there was a, it was a rather chonky cat that all of a sudden <laughs> stopped eating. So um, yeah, she's still, but the thing is, I think he remember, I think I remember him telling me that this is a more common problem with black cats than other weird colorations. And See, I don't know if it, her, you know how it factors in exactly, but yeah, I'm I'm not totally sure. There was a an incident um earlier on uh where there was an she got underfoot and accidentally got kicked in the jaw by my husband, which no hate mail to my husband, he feels horrible about what happened. Um and I think that might have been the onset, but it looks like some of her teeth have been broken or cracked. So maybe just through her old age they were weakening maybe they were cracked from that incident long long ago and just gave out and broke broke apart is kind of what i'm guessing has happened but one of the biggest concerns and i i'm sorry we'll get to our guests soon but i (laughs) I like gushing about my my baby um she has outlived her brother um because i talked to the lady that i got her from and she said yeah her mom died when she was like 10 and her brother died, you know, shortly thereafter, which, you know, she's 12, just turned 12 in September. And her brother died when he was 11 or so. And so I was like, from mysterious illnesses, she's like, yeah, I don't know what happened. We just woke up one morning and he was gone. And I was like, that's terrifying. Thank you for that. So <laughs> Right. Thanks for the anxiety. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. No. And on top of everything else that's going on with her, I was definitely you know, concerned mama, but she's, she's better. She's getting better. How about you, Sarah? How are you doing? Uh, I was sick for two weeks uh, with the flu. Oh, joy. Yeah. Uh, Are you better? I'm, oh my gods. Yeah. I actually have a voice. Um, (laughs) I, I have never, since I had a flu, which gave me hallucinations when I was a child. I have never had a flu level me that hard and I've never had a flu <clears throat> take me down for that long. This, this flu virus this year is just nuts. Uh, I, wow. 
Yeah, I took two weeks off from work. I've never had to do that besides COVID. And it, it just leveled me. Um, See, that's the only way that I know that I'm truly sick is when I start seeing shit. <laughs> uh, now I'm great. I just uh, did my last prayer for November yesterday, I think it was, or the day before. Um, looking forward to the Patreon for this month and looking forward to the year of Owen celebration, which I'm going to be uh, working with folks in the community on. Um, both for this Yule and for next year's Yule, because the actual date of Yule is uh, actually January the 8th. But, you know, we oh. celebrate, celebrate December 21st because right. <laughs> it's easier to get get together during the holidays, right? Uh-huh. Yep, exactly. If you guys, um, if anybody, if you haven't heard, this is the first you've heard our show or only heard a few of the recent episodes there. We cover more on the year of Oundwood dozen or so episodes back maybe and, and you can find that on the on the playlist so yeah and uh i now i'm doing great i played a couple of rounds of starcraft 2 with my son this morning uh had breakfast with the family everything's so much better and it's just like night and day when you're sick and yeah so i'm doing really well um Lots and lots of prayers and offerings to the gods of healing, and they they came through in the clutch. <laughs> it took an urgent care and ER visit, so I'm I'm doing on the other side of this. So I'm doing much better. I'm hoping everybody else stays healthy because if you if you can stay masked up and stay safe, please do so. Because this this crap ain't no joke. I got okay. this from my kid. She brought it I home just, from school. Of course they do. They're little germ gremlins. Oh, I love my kids. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I love kids. Don't get me wrong, but Jesus. If you want everything that's out there, send them if to a, daycare. It's if fine. a Petri dish could walk. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. And the thing was, she had that she had the flu for like two days and she was like, okay, I'm all better now. I'm like, oh man, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Being <Yeah>. young. <laughs> Damn. Right. I understand <laughs> as an adult, I understand Skeksis so much better. <laughs> Everything hurts. <laughs> mm, we're going to drink that essence. Yes, yes, we are. So how are you, Jim? Oh, pretty good. Um just kinda I was doing a little bit of writing this weekend and um got a couple of little projects done around the house, and then before the show I Enjoyed the joy with the simplicity of just a, a, a making a whole ton of spaghetti and garlic bread and a nice simple salad with it. It was like, this is good. I like this. <laughs> I feel good hearty that. food. Yeah. Silverleaf made uh, a really, really hearty chili with uh, beans and corn and a little bit of spinach. And oh. <laughs> it's and getting- then she, she baked with our daughter tonight. For like the first time where she's actually been able to like get her hands in and help bake. And she made chocolate chip cookies that I can have. Oh, nice. nice. Oh, they're so fucking good. It's Ghirardelli <laughs> chocolate chips. Hmm. So fucking good. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so it's good. I have to go find dessert later. So, um, <laughs> well, we've got good news and bad news for our listeners tonight. Uh, we have uh, the show, as you know, our two moderators from our Discord were going to come on and join us. However, Black Cat is not feeling good and from reports does not really have a voice to speak of right now. Now, I would not suggest challenging them on the Discord. I'm sure the keyboard skills are still there. But <laughs> as far as being able to come on and answer 
our silly questions and yours, Black Cat was just not feeling up to it. So best wishes to Black Cat for speedy recovery. However, we are joined by our other awesome and much appreciated moderator, Jason Davis, a.k.a. Falcor. I have to say, I do always feel like a, a kid. You know, I, when I was a kid, I don't know if anybody else remembers watching it. It was always the Blue Falcon, mm. Hannah Barbera show. I always feel like it should be Falcor. <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> I don't know why, but I always, I always think of a uh, Star Fox, the old N sixty four game where you played as a so fox good. that oh, yeah. floats. Yeah, that's what I always think of. Oh uh, yeah, Falco. Yep. yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, hello, hello. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show. Here you go. From yeah. the fire, ran into the fire. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. It is all good. And uh, yeah, actually, funny thing about that Falcor thing, uh, that came about due to Sarinth. Yeah, you're um, <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, it was, uh, may, it may have been during a discussion night. It may have been during one of my random times. I'm popping on just talking with people. Sarinth is on. I think you were having a couple drinks. And then all of a sudden, you're just like, Hmm. We were talking about luck magic stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, hmm. And then I just all of a sudden see my name like edit. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm proud of it. Oh, I okay, I guess I'm Falcor now. Cool. All right. Now does the <laughs> and I haven't felt the need to change it. It's just like, yeah, it's still doing luck stuff. So yeah, no, this is good. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> thought it was eminently appropriate <laughs> oh yeah no and then my fiance walked in saw it once just like huh, nice you can't get rid of that anymore <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're stuck awesome. with it now good job yep <laughs> so for our listeners who may not know you as well as we do tell us a little bit about yourself uh your path how you found your way here um yeah, and stuff like absolutely that. um well first off hi i'm Jason Davis, uh, also known as Falcor, and I'm a moderator on the AGF Discord server. I have been for a good couple months now, actually. I'd have to say probably the majority of this year. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, yeah, at I, least say the, I think the majority of this year, at least, at least a year, if not a little over a year now, I think. Um, and yeah, I am a uh, practicing, uh, I practice chaos, uh, chaos magician, as well as a focus in Irish paganism and Hellenic paganism tend to be my two major go-tos. Um, as, to, as to how I got here, um, I have always been notoriously lucky, um, like to an extent that makes other people being like, like in my family, I'm known as being very lucky amongst my friends. If I'm playing cards serious, we, they, we don't bet. They don't bet. Um, <laughs> Um, and I have a positive scratch off record. <laughs> um, and, wow. yeah. And just like in random stuff, like, oh, someone hit the mirror on my car. Well, randomly someone is visiting and be like, I can fix that for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> completely broken in college, have no money for food. I will find $20 on the ground. Um, <laughs> And that's an awesome little ability. It is. Yeah. It is complete and utter nonsense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and even uh, one of my favorite stories with how my luck is actually my, my very first time meeting you, Jim, um, was we all it was at an in-person discussion night. 
we went out for food afterwards and the i i was hungry so i'd gotten a full you know appetizer entree milkshake you know like full on the whole kit and caboodle and the electronic system breaks and they're like well we're gonna you know here, here's what you know everything you get charged and all i got charged for was the milkshake um <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like oh, yeah yep and i'm like oh yeah that tracks that's happened more than once and just the people i'm with are like that's that's unfair that's not no <laughs> <laughs> um and how i got really started on this path so i was always notoriously lucky and i always had a knack of ending up in weird situations and having just kind of weird stuff happen to me um and then i started uh dating my now fiance and telling her these stories and she's just like that that doesn't that doesn't happen to normal people you should you should probably look into this (laughs) and i'm like no it's fine it's fine and after like months of it i'm just like okay fine i'll actually start looking into some of this stuff um and at the time i had moved from uh i used to live in michigan moved to los angeles and i was actually moving back to michigan from los angeles and i got a job uh working at a company where i met my teacher mother multiverse and uh <laughs> her and actually malik we all met in this one place it's weird weird wonderful coincidences <laughs> Because that's how things work. Yeah, as um, you see, giant fucking quote marks <laughs> drop out of the sky. Absolutely. Um, and Malik and Mother Multiverse were talking about uh, talking, you know, just just like some heathenistic concept, like like really just like borderline stuff. Mother Multiverse was very much so like, are you are you interested in this sort of stuff? Um, and I'm like, and they were telling stories, and I'm like, I've got weird stories. Um, <laughs> and uh then afterwards we all started to meet up and mother multiverse began to teach me chaos magic um and that has been incredibly fruitful i have like kind of took to it you know real real nicely um i i had some pretty bad issues early on some just the some nasty 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 gunk uh but yeah negative spirit attachments they're bad um (laughs) and after that ended up getting resolved um i really started to like and i'm like i'm gonna just do chaos magic i don't need to get involved with all this hoopla religious nonsense no way i'm a former atheist and now i'm doing magic there's no Mm -hmm. connections here yeah (laughs) no no, that's how it all happens (laughs) that's how it all happens so you got to where you are by the gods going watch this and they lay it down and you go "Ooh, piece of candy Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. It's like So wait, they totally James Woods you? A hundred percent. Like no like uh the very uh you know uh very early on the two that I worked with the most was actually Loki and Ganesh. Um both of who so I still respect, but we don't work really that closely anymore. And it's like Ganesh taught me, he's like, here, here's how to defend yourself. Don't do stupid things. <laughs> you do stupid things, I just will make it so you can't. <laughs> that is 100% Ganesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but they're they are fantastic. Once a month, I, 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 eat, I am completely vegan in honor of them and call it good. 
which is also reason for me because I really like to cook. I get to experiment with a completely mm. different type of food preparation yeah. that I normally That's don't get awesome. to. And it's actually really, I've come out of like, this is great. Like cauliflower curry is amazing. Absolutely uh-huh. fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I want, I want it is recipes. excellent. I, recipes. Mm-hmm. I, I will send you over some. They are. Because I'm not kidding. Like I love cauliflower. Yeah. Yeah. Cauliflower curry, like toss into food process. Like, oh, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> it's also really, really fast. Um, Super fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so from there, and then it was like, and then Loki's like, hey, let's interact with the, let's interact with deities. And I'm just like, I don't want to. It's like, but you're interacting with me. Don't worry. It's not serious stuff. Nah, don't worry about that. No, don't. No, you're okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love Loki. What a dick. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. And yeah, he just throws a coin and goes, hey, look over there. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, And then from there, it was like, oh, so you kind of get that thing, you know, the little niggle in the back of your head and you're just like, what is that? And just chasing that down and chasing that down and chasing that down. Uh, eventually led me into... Holy shit, he golden retrievered you. That's awesome. Uh, well, in a sense, uh, more led me into ended up working... This was actually led me into working with Madanon McLear uh, out of Irish paganism and really kind of delving into that, taking classes at the Irish pagan school, which highly recommend. Um, and really kind of like it's kind of like each major deity that I've worked with. It's like, yeah, it kind of taught me something. And like, you know, Ganesh was protect yourself. Don't be dumb. Um, <laughs> and then Loki was, Hey, you can work with spirits and not have it be purely business. Like you can have fun with this. And then Mononon was, this is an actual relationship. Like, this is something fruitful. This is something that, you know, it's not just like a passing. It's more than a passing friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's something different. It's something deeper, which I, I will say was kind of like the big, one of the bigger turning points for me was starting to work with Mononon McLear. Um, Real quick, can you talk a little bit about who and what Mononon McLear is because most of our listeners probably don't know who this is. Uh, Mononon McLear is uh, a human um, <laughs> from Irish pagan uh, from Irish paganism. Uh, they are not one of the Twathadanan. Uh They are the one who split the hills to actually hide them, um, and uh, they are actually. Uh, as kind of the name kind of suggests, like with the Mananam, uh, they're actually supposedly from the Isle of Man uh, and actually are popped about through the British Isles through like Welsh and uh, Welsh and more like Scottish traditions as well. You'll still find Mananam popping up under different, slightly different names, but all, basically focused all about like the Mananam thing is pretty consistent. Um, then what their main thing is, is that they are, well, one of their major aspects is the fact that they very rarely are on land. Um, they are primarily a ocean god. Um, the fish are known as his flock. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and it's 
debated whether or not it's like sometimes he's on a chariot type thing sometimes he's on a boat it depends on who you're looking at um by and, both and i think you get a jet ski that's yeah i why not that'd be funny uh, <laughs> i'd be down for it i think that's hilarious um <laughs> um and uh he's also the bringer of the mist uh so you often hear of you know, when it comes to Irish paganism, things like the mist bringing the other world, that is typically, while there are a lot of other associations with that, it also is Mononon. Like, that tends to be like, Mononon is nearby, why they are bringing forth the mist. Um, Jesus, Jim. I'm, I'm, I'm dying laughing over here, because all I can think of is like, <laughs> Manon and Mokley are jumping the shark like he's a fawns. <laughs> ah! Oh, oh my gods. Thanks, I mean, Jim. trust. I, I grew up with jet skis. So like the, the amount of images that flooded through my brain at your suggestion. I hit a good one. Ended <laughs> me. I'm uh, like, oh my God, this is terrible. That's <laughs> awesome. uh, it's it, of our uh, listeners who are artists, I expect. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm fully oh, expecting to see you I, I, on... I will print that shit out and put it on my altar in a heartbeat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nord ran you know let's get some poseidon on jet skis come on you guys let's go (laughs) it's gonna be amazing i am i am down for this (laughs) it's one of the things that i appreciate about your approach is that you approach your gods ancestors and spirits with such humor Mm -hmm. yeah it is it is awesome um yeah but uh and mononon has a lot of because they're not one of the twelfth done it, there's a, not a whole lot of stories with them. Uh, but also because they came late, um, they late in terms of the religion as well. Um, they do have a couple stories uh, when they are on land. Uh, they were also one of the few that were actually killed technically and formed a lake um, or block, but <laughs> um, and. Yeah, no, honestly, and like person, like personality wise, was always seen as like, oh, they're very nice, they're very mild tempered, they're mi- they're very humorous. Don't sleep with his wife. Um, and the- <laughs> uh, one of the few stories of Mononon being not the nicest guy, um, it was it was one of the I can't remember exactly his name, uh, and I will probably botch it if I try. Um, but anyways, uh, had an, an adventure. Mononon was out uh, out on the ocean, and one of the adventurers came across his wife, and they were smitten with one another. Um, they go have a relationship, I believe, for a couple of years. Um, eh, Mononon has shit to do around the British Isles. I don't know, like, <laughs> and. You know, Manon comes back, sees this very calmly, completely wipes his wife's memory of the last couple of years with this man, cuts the cord of fate between them, but doesn't wipe the guy's mind and goes, I'm going to let you walk out of here because I was not here. If you do this again, they will never find the body. Nice. (laughs) I mean, not sleeping with the gods, you know, significant other is generally a good, you know, 
rule of thumb in general? Mm-hmm. I mean, with permission is one thing, but if you're just walking into the life and I mean, the ocean is a big place. I'm sure you will just disappear. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, because all the other stories are just like, yeah, no, he's very helpful. Very kind of Johnny on the spot, like pops up at the last second. Um kind of individual and then all of a sudden there's this story of just like by the way don't do that um <laughs> this is the line not to cross right here <laughs> it's um, it's a very thin line but an understandable one absolutely <laughs> like it's like okay okay i get i get that <laughs> fair um, very fair very fair um and just but yeah, they, but really the big interaction I had with them, which is very common in the Irish pagan community, is like they're kind of like a pseudo father figure. Um, Manon is also known as kind of the adopter, uh, the adopter god. In lore, they have a bunch of adopted kids, like I think it's 20 plus. Um, but it, it is, they, they, adopt, they adopt a lot of people. So it's just like, yeah, you have a father, like they're very fatherly figure. It's like, yeah, that's, there's a reason. Um, <laughs> um, and then from there, uh, I met the God that made me start treating gods like gods. Um, and that would be Dionysus. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh as as my uh <laughs> as my teacher uh who who taught me because I took a Dionysus uh toys uh intensive uh earlier this year um over the, the good couple months. Uh as she put it uh when I was first kind of talking about like my experiences with Dionysus and this and that and the other thing, and she's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, well, why? She's like, you've ended up with Dom Daddy Dionysus. I I am so sorry. (laughs) I love this fucking story. Thank you. And it's just like, well, what do you mean? It's like, well, most people get Dionysus through like, you know, uh, there's many, many sides. Like, you know, there's the very Bacchic side, which is this whole, like, anarchy reigns type thing. Uh, there's the, you know, the, the more transformation side. And, you know, and transformation side and, like, you know, the, the raucous festivals and things like that. Um, however, there's the other side of Dionysus as well, which is the conqueror of the East, Trokonos. They are, you know, they're he kind of he's kind of really enjoys kicking the shit out of things um <laughs> um and unfortunately that was the face i was first presented with um <laughs> um and they taught me to be and like the very first interaction i had with them that was like really notable was i was actually shopping for used books um my fiance is an avid collector of books we in our apartment we have about four thousand um and we so going to use book sales pretty common and all of a sudden it was like ding i'm like oh there's something here with potency <laughs> and you start you know scoping around and i'm and i find a series of like books of like they get the penguin collection little penguin collection of books of old greek plays and I'm like, oh no, no, no that's kind of interesting. Oh, that's kind of interesting. And I pick up the bokeh, 
and damn near get like drop kicked out of my head. <laughs> and for those who are unfamiliar with the story of Bake, it is someone not treating Dionysus as a deity, uh, not giving proper reverence to them. And he then um, humiliates them through the city, makes them climb up a tree and then get ripped to shreds and carried through. And then his head is carried through town by his own mother. That's so intense. That's, that's not good. Yeah. No. I, I have heard that story before about him and I forgot about it until the mention of the mom having to carry his head through the streets. And I was like, Oh yeah, no, I blocked that out of my memory for a reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so in uh so through working with Dionysus it was learn respect um and th- and it's definitely something that I was struggling with I was still being like yeah you know super casual relationships with deities this is the way it should be and it's like maybe you should reconsider that <laughs> like it's okay to have a good relationship there's still deities and you should treat them as such um <laughs> Or at least remember that they are deities. Right. I, I I was just chuckling a little bit because for those who don't have the Zoom call available, right after that statement about giving respect, you got a tail flap and slap in the face from your cat, which I, I thought was also quite mm-hmm. amazing timing. <laughs> oh, yes. No, my my adorable, I have, uh, I have two cats, uh, ash and pine uh this one is pine um he is very loud i do not i will expect at some point in time we will hear just a very large meow (laughs) um and uh no uh my fiance works with bast um uh quite uh quite comfortably and i i it's very fun i get to ask what is apparently a very dangerous question and i always get the same answer which is oh what does bast want from me and then like during like divination mm-hmm. sessions and stuff like that people are like oh that's really dangerous you know she tends to be like pretty specific with stuff like that like it's a whole comedic like apparently it's a thing in the kineticism orientation the answer is always the same which is uh hi take care of and respect your fiance and if you don't i will hurt you um <laughs> <laughs> which is See, right. it, the most amusing thing with me and bast is she wanted a presence within this household and kept like appearing in my life. Like she wanted to work with me. And when I finally got a statue for her, she's like, I am done with you. I'm here for the cat. Mm-hmm. And so like I, every now and again, I reach out to her like, well, are we good? And she's like, the cat's still alive. Isn't she? I'm like, yes. She's like, then we're good. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's like a paw to the forehead. Like, nope, stay over there. Don't yep. touch me. Don't talk to me. Don't just don't. Oh, that 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 tracks. <laughs> it's just like for me. It's just like, hey, what is it? Just da, 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 da. like all of a sudden, two heavy paws on the shoulder. Just like, okay, yep, we good, we good, yep, yep. Hi. <laughs> the slight uh, feeling of claws in your skin. You're just like, um, I'm scared now. They're like, good. You should be. Mm-hmm. Then walks away. Yep. Um. Yeah. And my fiance is definitely one of Bass's like people like Bass is just like yes this is mine thank you <laughs> um but yes so whenever i start actually talking about really spiritual stuff and my my two cats will come walking in and start causing a disturbance it's also getting close to feeding time 
so they're also trying to make their presence known of oh right of course do not forget to feed us <laughs> yes, we're yes. starving we haven't mm-hmm. eaten for like four hours i know oh. truly devastating they have an hour and 15 minutes and i assume it's going to get worse <laughs> over that time period yes. oh yeah, yeah absolutely more aggressive mm-hmm. it's um, like teenagers yeah yeah but teenagers yeah. can at least feed themselves we have to <laughs> actually get the food bag out for the the tiny kings and queens that occupy our <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah anyway uh, we derailed the thought you were you were you were fishing up with the uh uh version of dionysus and how and how that oh, affects your practice yeah um and really well the this part of dionysus and this really emphasis on worship me as a god um and not not in they like worship me as a god and if you don't by golly it was a lot more you need to do this like like you you it's great i'm glad we can be casual you need to know when that when it when it's time to flip that switch and go from let's be casual to this is a relationship between you are a human i am a divine let's keep that clear please uh, and do offerings the right way don't just be like yeah here's stuff be like here's this for you here's this for you this is why this is important you know bubble you know i i wonder how much of that teaching was for your relationship with dionysus versus how much he wanted that lesson for you specifically like that was a lesson he felt like he had to teach you as a person and not necessarily because he is a God. Mm-hmm. No, I, I understand. Yeah. And it's it, it, probably the answer is yes. Um, <laughs> um, uh, particularly because with working with the toys, I got introduced to various other spirits um, such as Ariadne and Stereos, Hypnos, um, as a very late uh, Hecate, like this is all things that are like, yes, it is good to be casual. And, but you also need to be respectful in the correct ways. And I, I can say with almost certainly up until then, I was probably not being enough. I was probably was not being respectful enough. And I, and I f- freely admit that. Like, um, because I haven't been doing this for all that long. Um, to be completely honest, I've only been doing this for like three and a half years. Um, but you're uh, doing so well. I am trying. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you've only been doing this for like, I'm sure you've been doing it for longer because I thought we met in 2016 or 2017. Uh I lived, I graduated uh, college in 2016 and I lived in LA for two years and then Locked. I came back. It feels yeah, like I've I, known you longer. I, yep. I think when you and I met was actually at the 2020 uh, convocation. That is correct. Yes. And you were just like kind of dipping toes into it and you're like, I don't, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. Yep. Yeah. And we managed not to scare you away, even with Mallet's right. help. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> one yeah. of us. Yep. One of no. us. 
no, it's it is very much so just like, yes, this is what I like doing. Does it make sense? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure that out as we get to it. Mm-hmm. So what I'm really curious about, and I know like I've heard you talk about it before, um, and you did mention it earlier, is all the luck magic that you've been doing. So you you've been lucky your whole life, but now you've turned it into magic that you're sharing with others, right? Helping them increase their own luck. So can you talk a little bit about that? Because I find that endlessly fascinating. It is definitely my passion project. Like it is the thing of like, oh, there's something here and I've got a good grasp on this. Where will it go? Um, And so luck magic is something that I started practicing as a way to actually use what I was learning out of chaos magic. Um, and th- this came about when I was like, Hey, I- I'm a goal oriented person. I, if you just tell me, go do a thing and I'm just going to like, do what you want. And I just kind of sit there like, I'm just going to sit here then. <laughs> um, and so mother multiverse is like, well, look into something. What's something that you're good at. That's kind of, you think is metaphysically related and i'm like well that would be my luck my luck is ridiculous and they're like cool go with that (laughs) and it has turned into a whole thing (laughs) um i i know i've written about it uh, here and talked about it here a good bit but to summarize what it is um there is this I I use dimension stuff because that's what I was taught. You could call it plane. You could call it state. You can call it whatever the heck you want. It's all technically right. Um, (laughs) um, And one of that is the, what I call the realm of fate, which is uh, for me is like a big black empty void, but it's not black. It's actually black sand. Um, That's within it has like this large, starry shaped thing that is moving through it and each of those star like little individual stars is a person an object a thing that would have a soul um essentially and these things are all strung together and connected to by strands that uh, that are either gold or silver or some other form of color and they can be broken and torn and these are the connections of you to with something else um and from and then there is this amorphous body on it that kind of look for me it looks like giant like a giant movable orange jello um i maybe got exposed to the slime when i was too young and now it's forever imprinted into my brain um and it is is and forever will be known as forbidden jello in my brain Safety Jello, um, Safety Jello, <laughs> uh, and I've called that entity luck. Uh, and I have done things of like try to communicate with it, try to do offerings to it, try to do all this stuff, and I got like no response. And I'm like, well, that's weird. <laughs> um, but then I started to think about it a different way, uh, and this is when I really started to do research uh, into luck from a more global perspective and actually started looking into how do different cultures, how do different places 
use and understand luck. Um, and it's like, you know, where did, and why is it bad luck? What is, what is bad luck? What is good luck? What, why does this happen? Um, and looking into that, it's like, well, normally luck is a function of change, whether positive or negative really doesn't matter, but it's a function of change. And one thing that's also pretty universal is people attribute it to things that they consider important, but rarely is it something hyper-personalized. This is where you get into stuff like luck charms and, uh, or events that happen. That's like, that is doing that will bring you good luck or doing this will bring you bad luck. And these are, old (laughs) like these are things that have been around for centuries sometimes millennia and they and and they they work you know people do these things and then stuff happens and just following that kind of through line from place to place um what the example i've really been because i've been really doing a lot of research into it uh is yen the the yen coins are a major symbol of luck um, in that culture and particularly the giving it as an offering. Uh, But it's specifically, you don't offer a lot. You offer a single one and you do this whole cleansing process. And it's really, it's fascinating. It is a fascinating process. Highly recommend looking it up. I I don't want to try to say the name because I cannot say it correctly. And it's really disrespectful to say it wrong. So I don't want to. Um, (laughs) Um. and it is it is a great process, but it's kind of like, well, is this well well now what is it? Is it a luck process or is it a oh it's a cleansing process? So when you're cleansed, you things good things tend to happen, da, 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 and you have to start separating out, and it's just it's turned into this giant web of okay, is this about luck in general? Um and we can go from this into me talking about pennies. Um <laughs> Uh, and, uh, like the moniker of find a penny, pick it up all day long. You'll have good luck. Um, came, it came about in the, if I remember correctly off the top of my head, some the 17, 1800s, um, back when the penny was worth a significant, <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right, 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 it was, was worth a significant more money. Um, however, that moniker, that, that little saying has persisted through time and it's repeated again and again and again. And then people, you know, when people find it, they kind of do maybe do a little bit of a little bit of a chuckle. Um, And they go and they, you know, you pick up a penny, you put in your pocket and you forget about it. But you know what? Also on that day, you're driving, you know, you're driving home. You have to, Oh, I have to stop for gas. You pull into a gas station you've never been into before. And Ah, you know what? Look at that. I can't pay. You know, uh, you can't pay at the pub. You have to go in and pay. Uh, fine, whatever. You know, and you go in and you see an advertisement for Choco Tacos. And you're like, I have not had a Choco Taco since I was like seven. Like, uh, this is great. I, I didn't even know they sold them in gas station. Like, <laughs> um, and then you go and you get that and you kind of have that moment of happiness and positive, like a positive thing. And the only thing that you really changed is you picked up that penny and because of you know 
through some weird coincidence, you end up stopping at a gas station you never had before and you get a reward for it. And the inverse of this is you hate your job. You hate it. You want to leave it. It is, you, you know, Oh, you've really, you know, fallen behind in your other practices. Like, yeah. Why? I hate this job. And it's just, uh, and you know, you really, you just really dislike it. And it's starting to impact other parts of your life. And then bad stuff starts to happen at work. Your mug, eh, broken. Your chair, oh, look at that. You know, a wheel keeps popping off. Isn't that annoying? Oh, half, you know, half the people just quit. Okay, cool. I guess this is all my responsibility. Like all these terrible things keep happening and happening and happening. And you're like, what the heck is going on? So you're telling me is Elon Musk is a bad luck charm. Gotcha. Uh, essentially, uh, <laughs> all these bad things keep happening. And then you finally start looking for another job and you get that, you get that new job, like right away. And it's like, Oh, well, all of a sudden, look at that. I had such terrible luck and now I had good luck. Everything's balanced out. Da, da, da. It's just like, or that was luck being like, leave, leave. You're not helping yourself move. <laughs> But it's, but uh, the other thing with luck is that it needs action, um, you know. And this is not a dig at anything, but it's like you can send up prayers, and things will, you know, they they, they can act on you with its a divine or spirits or ancestors. With luck, it's not that simple. It's that it requires you to do this action to go out and actually it, it just require, it requires you to do something by, by by its very nature the concept of luck requires an outcome absolutely so, uh, so an outcome requires an action absolutely and sometimes you're that luck charm for someone else um uh one i like to use is one day i'm ordering pizza and i'm like i'm feeling real you know I, I got paid today. I'm feeling, you know, like I want to treat myself. So you get, you know, as compared to getting one pizza for yourself, you get two. Why not? Cover yourself for the weekend. It's going to be great. And you get there and there's a homeless person sitting outside. And you know what? He's not asking for anything. He's just sitting there. So you know what? You go in, you get your pizza and you go, oh man, I bought enough food for three people here. So you just give them the pizza. And the guy is shocked, you know, the, the, they, they aren't expecting it. They are, but you know, in your head that it's the right thing to do. And all of a sudden that man, you know, that, that person's life changes and, you know, and it, and it really does change the things and, and being on the vice versa end of it too. Like you never know what might happen one day you're having terrible luck. You know, your, your credit card's frozen because some nonsense happens. You need to get gas. You don't have gas. And you're just, you, you know, you're SOL. Um, and all of a sudden, the guy's like, you got problems? It's like, yeah, I got problems. He's like, hey, you know what? I got you. Like, and it's like, oh, these random, I guess they can be summed up as random acts of kindness. I find are tend to be a lot more luck oriented than not. Um, which... I should also talk about another part of it. Uh, luck. One luck is not the same thing as privilege. Please don't assume that they are. 
you cannot change how you were born. You cannot change what circumstances you were put into upon being born. Don't say I have such terrible luck. It is that that has nothing to do with it. Like, and two, free will exists. Like, no matter how lucky you are, if someone runs a red light and hits you with their car, it doesn't matter how lucky you are. <laughs> I it, uh, yeah yeah yeah. I really like that. Um, in the sense that it fits right into uh, like I, I I think luck magic is extremely versatile, and that free will argument is actually one of the reasons that I like luck magic because i think my personal belief is that's a lot better substitute for a lot of other things because if i'm focused on just just a promotion or if i'm focused on just doing well at the interview if i'm focused on just one thing sometimes i've limited my own outcome and luck falls into that sphere for a lot of people as well where i think luck is much more versatile in that situation because that's it's not forcing anyone else's will. It's just increasing the probability that you're going to run into that person that you want to be with or that might be interested in you. Or even in the in the sense of, a, of an interview, luck is one of those things that can build upon itself. So if you feel lucky, you project confidence. Projecting confidence makes you more lucky. It's one of those things that can really build on itself. So I think a lot of times luck is the perfect, or spells are the perfect solution to the things that, are, that people have issues with. Absolutely. Absolutely. And luck spells, luck, magic in general. Um, I, I also would want to say separate it from, from prosperity a little bit because like... Uh, oh yeah, that's definitely fair. Like, it's got so many things it applies to in life. It has a lot of things that it applies to. And if you can focus on like, if you are looking for prosperity stuff and you focus on prosperity, you're probably going to have a better time <laughs> and probably better results overall. I find it really interesting this uh, these discussions around luck because luck is a very specific thing in heathenry. It is a specific spiritual force that you can add to or subtract from. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of the the common nomenclature around luck is like this nebulous woo thing that isn't very well defined, isn't very well pinned down. Mm-hmm. Whereas in heathenry, luck is something you actually have to build, like. It's not something that you just, you're one and done. It's kind of like tending a garden mm-hmm. um, in terms of, it's not just like the prosperity, but it's also the power you exude in the world, the things that you can get done, what your spheres of influence are. And you actually have to cultivate these things as opposed to, I'm just going to walk through life and shit's going to happen to me. That's which so is really interesting because I, I would actually... I would define all the things uh, uh, that you described as not being a factor in luck at all. Being prepared and working for it is the complete opposite of luck in my mind. So that's an interesting comparison to make. I'm going to have to process that. Think about it. I think think that the the common definition of luck can fit inside of heathenry's definition. It's... But it's less of a deterministic thing, which is really funny because there's so much determinism in heathenry. Right. Like, okay, so there's your fate and that's what you've got. And then you've got all this fucking wiggle room inside of that. And that's where luck really shines because it's not so much, oh man, just random shit does or doesn't happen. It's what am I cultivating so that I have better odds? Right. Yeah. Cultivating odds. Sure. Cultivating. I, I, I could, I could see that. I, I almost think of it in terms of um, 
being open or receptive to the luck in the sense that you're setting it into conditions where it can have a larger ramification than it could on its own. Yeah. So like somebody with better luck, at least in the heathen worldview, is also somebody that generally speaking has access to more power. Maybe not like earth-shaking influence, but like they can provide that push to get something done. Like, okay, you know that Joe's crashed out on the side of the road. You know somebody that can go help Joe get taken care of. And in turn, Joe down the road might help you out. So it's also interestingly tied in with like Haminga and all these ties of connection that we have to each other through the web of creation, right? And I find that a lot of the common ideas around luck are interesting because they they act like it's this nebulous force that just happens as opposed to taking more of a direct role, which is where I I think a lot of these charms and protections and talismans really do shine is like, I may not be able to completely upend fate, but I'm sure it's shit going to tip the scales. Absolutely. And, and kind of to, to both of your points, um, there is this whole thing with luck where in the very, very, very modern concept of it, it is an excuse for things to happen. And it is something that I, I personally try to like discourage the use of because one, it is not to, we'll use the promotion example. It is not just lucky that you get a promotion. You put in that work. You did the job well enough that people recognize it and said, you know what? It's going to be you. We're going to give this to you. Now there's other stuff that can happen. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. But like, Assuming, uh, assuming you're working at a normal place uh, and they're not trying to break anything too harshly, it is going to be, <laughs> you know, as long as you know, you know, the manager isn't running for the door and it's like, congratulations, you're the only person in the department. You're the manager now. That's, that's not luck. Um, <laughs> or if it is, it's probably bad luck. Hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, then you get into... You know, this idea of, well, you earned that. Oh, it's so, and then people are like, oh, I'm just so lucky to get this. And it's like, well, yes, but you also did that. You, you know, you did that. You did the thing to get there. So is it, is it one of those situations where, you know, uh, Sarenth, I would say sometimes luck does happen out of the blue. That's by its sure. very nature. Um, I'm wondering, if, so the way I'm visualizing it when is trying to, come up with a visualization for for all three of what we're talking about to me i'm thinking like um if if luck is an outside force that does sometimes just randomly happen in people's lives but certain actions and behaviors can call to luck and if you compile enough of these things together then your call is stronger and louder and not a guarantee that luck will pay attention but it increases your odds I think of it like precipitation. You know, if you're living in a desert, it's not as likely that you're going to get it that often. But when you get it, it's going to be a fucking deluge. <laughs> That's um, complete. That is completely fair. Um, then you live on a again. mountain, you're going to get snow. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, uh, like, well, like, well, you used to anyway. Right. Oh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I just I think of luck kind of like water. Because sometimes you can get it and it falls out of the sky and it feels like it's never going to let up. And then there's other times where it's like, all right, 
Help. Look, I will fucking dance. I need some rain. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, oh, after you start. I, I just love it that we all have a different idea of luck and how it affects our lives and how it fits into our different practices. That's, that is such a, a great thing around this entity of luck because it affects everyone differently. Um, like my dad, for example, for whatever reason, he is super lucky at winning TVs off out of raffles, specifically TVs. Every uh, raffle that they've been to, if he puts his ticket into the TV bin, he will win it. In fact, I have two TVs in my house right now because of him. That's amazing. <laughs> and it's, it's the weirdest fucking thing. And then uh, my mom is really good at winning really oddball things. Like she won a handmade quilt that she was like, well, I'm just putting in something for this because I really, I, she's a quilter and she loves quilting and all that kind of stuff, but she didn't expect to win it. She was just like, I'm going to throw this in here. And then she won a signed Jersey by Steve Eiserman from the Red Wings. Yo, nice. Yeah. And <laughs> Holy shit. Um, whereas my luck is a little more odd. And for the longest time I thought I was like, I am not lucky at all, but I also don't have like terrible luck. Like I'm just kind of in the middle. Hmm. And then when I started paying more attention to it, which is a little ironic, um, if I'm having an unlucky day, I can look at the unlucky things that are happening and tell them to knock it the fuck off. I'm done. We're not doing this anymore. This is the end of it. This is the worst thing that's going to happen to me today. And it switches. It doesn't necessarily get turned into a great day but, but the bad luck stops absolutely and then when I go stop, home. like if i <laughs> if i go to like a raffle and i put it, my name into a thing i'm like oh i really want this thing i'll never get it never in a million years but if i just like in passing drop a ticket and a thing not even looking at it i'll win it yep without question so for me if i pay attention to the bad luck and i'm like all right i see you fucking knock it off we're done i'm tired of this shit it'll stop but if i don't pay attention to the luck i'm more lucky Mm -hmm. which is a very weird to me but i i find it endlessly amusing and i i have a thing with pennies that i and i've had a thing with coins my whole life um when i was really little i used to find quarters everywhere everywhere (laughs) i went i was just like i found a quarter woohoo um and then in my adult years it's always been pennies i find pennies everywhere and i i don't even pick them up anymore i just acknowledge them i'm like hey penny how you doing Mm -hmm. i'll leave you there for somebody else it's fine um and then it's turned into like the silver dollars and the the two dollar coins that cashiers get and are like i don't know why but do you want this is this what can i give you this as change and i'm like sure i guess so i i always accept those but it's just the weirdest thing I I love I love the freaking spontaneous coin spring. Oh, it is such a wonderful it's a wonderful thing and it's so specific. Cause if you yeah. if you're having it happen to you, you realize like, what is this nonsense? Like what is this? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> um, why this? Why this? Why this? Why pennies? Um <laughs> oh I I completely understand that. Uh my favorite it was after I really started like focusing on luck magic, I began to notice like 
all of a sudden pennies. Um, and they just started popping up everywhere. Um, and were these more like omens or were these like indicators? And normally it was an indicator that I was doing the right thing um, in a, but it's like, it was always very something small scale. Like I would find a penny pretty consistently walking out to my car to go to work. I would, if I like, oh, you know, I really don't want to stop for gas on my ride home, on my drive home, but it's really going to be a pain in the butt to do this at six in the morning. I'm just going to go do this right now. And if I stop, pull in, there's a penny right there. <laughs> and it's just stuff like that. Or it's like, oh, I'm going to go. I'm, you know, what? I'm not going to go get takeout. I'm actually going to start cooking food, kind of get something up. Oh, I'm just going to run, check the mail real quick. I open my door. There's, there'll be a penny right outside the door. Like doing things that are like, I'm, I'm going to use heavy quotations when I say correct, um, or like, or within the natural flow of things tends to be like the path where the pennies are. Um, <laughs> and then like when I, like when I came down with sick with COVID, that's when things started to get really funny. <laughs> um, because they didn't stop appearing they were starting to just appear in my apartment. <laughs> my, my absolute favorite. Is, and here's the thing. This isn't like just, Oh, you're just finding coins on the ground. It's like, I oh, will be out with friends. And they're just like, there's penny. Hey, sorry. Cats decided to try to fight one another. Meh. Okay. <laughs> um, Excuse me while I referee. Yeah, really. That completely caught me off guard. <laughs> I just um, love how obscenely and almost absurdly magical pennies tend to be. Like, it's just this weird random thing that I have discovered over the last eight or so years, eight or ten years now? Has it been really that fucking long? Jesus Christ. Of just how much magic is packed into such a tiny little coin. Oh, and absolutely. It, they they yeah. are my go-to luck charm for any yeah. of my luck magic work. I just use pennies. Yeah, I, I actually have a coin in my car specifically that transfers from vehicle to vehicle that I own and has done so since my very first car driving before I even oh, knew anything about magic. I, I had cool. like a little pile of things and one of them was a coin. That's really cool. Yeah. And it's and it's fun because it, it like pennies themselves are just, they have so much like little stuff about them. Like if you are into metal magic, you know, copper is a considered a lucky metal. It's an energetic metal. Um, uh, same with, uh, same with zinc to a lesser extent. Um, and then you can look at uh, historically Abraham Lincoln is on the, on the penny. Abraham Lincoln is recorded as being a lucky person. Like even in his political career before becoming president, and it's it's so cool it's so it's so much fun to be like why is there so much stuff in this <laughs> if this is just a penny but it's also cool because that sort of thinking has existed before the penny existed as well like you know as i was talking about the yen one of the oldest forms of currency is lucky in itself and it's just it's cool it's funny though that that sort of thinking does not did not translate to paper money ever you know there there's nothing yeah. really 
uh, I've tried looking for it. There's nothing you know, like about banknotes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing about finding paper euro. Like there's because there's coin euro. Coin euro has lock stuff, but paper paper doesn't. And it's just really fascinating as to why why the coins. <laughs> well, I think it's partially due to the longevity of the coin versus the paper note. You know, like a paper note degrades and falls apart and is easily ripped up and torn. But I mean, you got to put some serious muscle behind destroying a coin. And even then, you're just chipping it down into smaller pieces. Kind of reminds me of the time where uh, my friend Patrick uh, brought me over to do some forge work. And I made a solid blank out of, I want to say we combined a stack of pennies about uh, three inches high together with some nickels. I think we ended up blowing like 50 cents to a dollar on this thing. Mm-hmm. And the, the coin is about this big. It's about the size of a 50 cent piece. And it's just like all like basically just uh, we heated it red hot and then smashed the shit out of it with a hammer until it became a blank disc. And the process of, of doing that, of the effort that it took to make that, to, to my mind, it makes sense why coinage carries all of this luck because there is a lot of effort behind it, even if you're using a metal stamp or a, uh, uh, C, a CNC machine or whatever mm-hmm. to make your coinage. It's just not something we associate so much with fiber, especially since so much of it's like scrap fiber that we use. Because it's trash. I mean, it's literally like trash fibers that we use to make our currency. Yep. You, you're, you're not imbuing luck in your in your paper currency if you're using trash for the basis of it, right? Whereas this is stuff taken right out of the earth. It's been worked on. It's been processed. It's been through so many hands. And now it carries value. Whereas I, I think it might be just a difference that we associate with the, the work that's required to make Mm-hmm. the weight that we're holding like literal weight i mean yeah. you could oh absolutely. the difference between ha- having a stack of um 101 dollar bills and a hundred dollars and pennies is huge absolutely i also believe that there's a lot to do with how long we've been working with coins mm-hmm. as well um and while most people attribute luck to be more of a strictly human thing Actually, I find it to be very not that way because I think that luck also plays an interesting part with animals as well. Animals and plants and stuff like that. I find to be kind of interesting. You know, how come how can you have four potatoes that thrive and then two that don't? How can you, you know, uh how can I, you know, two iguanas be on two separate branches from the same tree and that look the same and then one of the branches breaks? Like <laughs> uh it's just really it's a fast, it's such a, and, and luck in general is just such a fascinating subject to me because it's, it's universal. It is a weird universal concept. That's very old and it's old, not only in practice, but just in almost, almost society, like almost society. Like, like it's like, it's something that is so like nonchalant, but is still talked about. 
Yeah, you can get you can get a group of of absolutely scientific materialist atheist scientists together, and for some fucking reason, they will assemble a shrine in front of the computer to make sure the fucking thing works. Absolutely, they won't uh, call I mean, it a shrine, but it's a shrine. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> that prayer slapped onto the side of the PCR machine, make sure it works. You know why? Well, oh well, you know what? Hey, that big old blast furnace. Yeah, you know what? You got to tap the valve twice. Why? That's what you do. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I had to talk to Big Bertha, our diesel fork truck, in the winter just to get her to start. I was the only one that could get her going. Mm-hmm. Which is the weirdest thing I think I've said about a fork truck, but Jesus Christ. Um, I mean, you, you got to I mean, talk to him. You got to talk to him. You, you got to. Um, I was going to say, think about your very existence on this planet. You're you're lucky to have been born. I mean, and I'm not saying that in a negative way, but I mean, there are what. 300 million little swimmers in there looking for the egg and yours is the one that made it. Mm-hmm. So your very existence on this earth is luck embodied in a way. Absolutely. And it's just, it's just a really fun concept that I've really kind of adapted into something that I've spent a lot of time looking into. Um, and I, I also, I, I, I haven't taught, too many people like magic stuff. Uh, part of it is imposter syndrome. Um, <laughs> Legit. Which is just, it is what it is. Like, I, I'm sitting here going like, I've got this thing. It works. Awesome. That's great. And then I had one or two people close to me try it and be like, yes, this works. This is good. And I'm like, okay, cool. So then I try it with a couple other people. And they're like, yes, this works. This is good. And I'm like, okay, cool. Uh <laughs> What do I do with this? I'm panicking. <laughs> I don't know what to do. And keep and sharing. Yeah, and keep I and sharing. I will keep sharing, and I'll keep you know writing stuff and looking at sources from elsewhere in the world, and just uh, like my and it's cool because it just it manifests in so many weird ways. Like there's, uh, I believe it's a Nepalese uh, tradition that there is a specific type of chicken, and if that chicken walks into your house. Don't remove the chicken. Because <laughs> if you remove the chicken, disaster will fall into your house. However, if the chicken decides to stay there for a couple days, you will be blessed with a great harvest. It has no connection to, as far as I've been able to find, like any spiritual stuff, anything. It's just like, oh, the lucky chicken. <laughs> I mean, considering we don't have chickens here yet, if I have a, wa- a chicken that wanders into my house and stays a while, I'll, I'd consider myself lucky. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, whoever has to clean up the chicken poop might not. But I mean, that's fair. <laughs> You've got two kids. kids, right? That's what you, <laughs> you want a chicken, right, honey? Here you go. <laughs> so, shall we transition over to asking some of the questions uh, put forth by our Discord members? Yeah, and actually, you know, I, I think we've got Fen's first question completely covered. I what do you practice? How have you learned and how have they changed? <laughs> yep, got that covered. Trial and error. <laughs> so do we, do we shall ask we the second the more nefarious question? The controversial one. Uh, <laughs> Pineapple on pizza, pot. yay or nay? It's yay. I fucking love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. I was not a fan for the longest time. I had tried it a few different ways uh, through a few different people that swore by it. They're like, oh, this is the best fucking pizza ever. And I hated all of them until one day 
uh, my stepson plunked down a piece of pizza right in front of me and he goes, try that one. And it was bacon, pepperoni, and jalapenos. Ooh. And uh, not pepperoni, I'm sorry, pineapple, bacon, and jalapenos. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was mm. excellent. The sweet and the but heat and the salt. It yep. is it is an every now and again one. I can't oh. eat it all the it's not my mm-hmm. go-to. Every now and again, I'm like, throw pineapple on half of it. Completely fair. No, I I was also very much so against the idea of pineapple on pizza. And then I was very hungry and it was actually in college when it's just like, oh, you can, if you attend this meeting, you get free food. And I'm like, yes, perfect. <laughs> and there was, uh, I got there late. So it was completely picked over. There was nothing left, but like the Hawaii, the Hawaiian quote unquote pizza. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'll eat this. And I try it and I'm like, oh no, this is good. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's just because I'm hungry. <laughs> But this is good. Oh, and then, no. but then later on, it's like, yeah, like I, I, I'm weird. I'm like, yeah, what sort of pizza do you want? It's like, oh, if I'm feeling really frisky, I'll have a pineapple and spinach with Cajun crust. It's like, it's awesome. It's delicious. Hmm. <laughs> is I it weird? It's weird, but it's very good. It's weird. I, I actually like pineapple and spinach together, so maybe that'll be a combination I'll try someday. Hmm. It's very, it's yummy. But I also like, I also like pineapple and spinach. Makes a really yeah. fun salad. It does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was a salad I used to make that consisted of pineapples. And it is slightly spicy dressing. I'm sorry. Now I'm fantasizing about food. <laughs> food's great. Uh, food I is talk, amazing. We really get talk about food. Feeding forever. time for Caitlin. Too. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I had carrots, hummus, and crackers for dinner because I'm being fucking lazy. <laughs> Fair. Oh, it's a lunchable. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, but you know the the poor man's lunchable. So Ritz crackers, hummus, and carrots. It's carrots true. that I got from <laughs> my other job. We call those charcuterie boards now. It's all good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta throw the pinky out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that fancy. Come on. <laughs> so I guess the next food question is steel cage match. Who wins, taco or cheeseburger? Oh, tacos. <laughs> But hands down i love a good i i love a good cheeseburger mm. there are so many different types of tacos yes i agree and i that, i'm variety fiend yep i i agree with that argument because tacos are like the ultimate sandwich you can mm-hmm. make anything into a taco absolutely whereas a I, cheeseburger is just a cheeseburger you you can have now do i think the best taco in the world versus the best cheeseburger in the world it's going to be the best cheeseburger in the world for oh for mm-hmm. sure a hundred percent but if we're talking in general yeah taco <laughs> yeah like, like if it's just like a average or even above average cheeseburger mm-hmm. and taco i would 100 percent go for the taco i mean if you're a terrible person you could make a whopper taco so you know i mean you could it's not, I have made. No, I mean, I've like, made, I've eaten those before. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. As I've often said, mm. I'm I'm not overly burdened with consistency. So one of the things you might have to decide what day it is. It's like because some days a taco is there, and then other times, you know, when people when you say cheeseburger, you picture certain things, and I picture like an A1 burger. So you got a whole bunch of Swiss, a little bit of bacon, some grilled onions, some A1 sauce. 
See, and some days that's going to win over the taco. Oh, hell yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, if I'm going home and I'm having like, you know, the family recipe, the family recipe cheeseburger, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm having a recipe cheeseburger all the time. Why? Because I'm like, because that's, uh, that's, that's ground up ri- leftover ribeye tips. <gasps> turned into oh, a burger. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I my mean brother. that. That's yeah. that's next level shit right there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, my brother makes some fancy ass fucking cheeseburgers because he he's got one of those grinder cha- attachments for the KitchenAid mixer yeah. stand mixer. Mm-hmm. So and he gets a half a cow or a quarter cow uh, with somebody else, and so he takes some of the best cuts off of that cow and grinds them together. To make his hamburger meat. And I'm just like, dude, you're wasting good steak, though. <laughs> like, why uh, would you do this? Because it's one hell of a cheeseburger. <laughs> but my my argument is there are days when I absolutely do not want a cheeseburger. But there has n- so far never been a day that I've never wanted a taco. So that's why I'm leaning more towards the taco idea. Like, I don't know why I, I am a big fan of Mexican food, oh. Mexican cuisine, 100%. If that was the only food I had for the rest of my life, I would be in heaven or wherever I end up. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, I, I often come into more of the taco pizza, like taco versus pizza. Uh, yeah. That, mm-hmm. that tends to be because there's, especially nowadays, there's so many different like texture style of pizzas. Mm-hmm. That I can actually eat it and it still be different and refreshing. Right. Yeah. I see. I have the whole lactose intolerance issue. Oh, see what I'm difference. Pizza's getting worse and worse for me. And so oh, your no. options for so uh, cheeseless pizzas get like significantly shorter because there are some pizzas that require cheese in order to function. I mean, vegan cheese pizza is good. I can't do <laughs> vegan cheese. I've tried. I've tried several different kinds and varieties, and I'm like, I can't do Completely this. Completely fair. Because I do you know how much I miss macaroni and cheese. I, oh my I, god! I can't even. I can't even. I love it. I love macaroni and cheese, and it's not worth the pain anymore. Oh I'm no! So sorry. It's my favorite yeah. food. One of. No, I that feel bad. That is not good. That's all right. I, I, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm not bitter at all. My <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I'm sure there's a reason because there are the other things I'm allergic to have reasons as to why I'm allergic to them. Like almonds, for example, I'm mildly allergic to those and quinoa, which I'm also mildly allergic to that. And those Ooh, have both huh. become spiritual taboos for me. And I'm sitting here looking at cheese like, no, I don't want to. Oh, oh, that, that makes total like sense. Cheese. That makes total sense as to why specifically quinoa would be a spirit taboo for you. Yeah. Yeah. It, yes, does, it fucking does, does. Does like goat cheese bother you? Uh, yes. Hmm, okay. Uh, some cheese, people does, some people don't. Yeah. Uh, cheese and ice cream specifically, but yogurt I'm okay with huh. for now. Mm. Like just for now. I'm I'm good with yogurt. Now my brain's just like, ooh, I wonder why the science happens. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> but pretty much all other milk products are, are no-go for me now, so. I'm so sorry. I am too. It sucks. <laughs> um, uh, Brandon had another question for you. 
How much discernment is incorporated? Have you ever had a spooky hell no moment when you first began working with spirits? Oh, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I have had multiple, oh shit, I need to go moments uh, in my practice. I, uh, I'll answer the first part of that. I mean, let me pull it up because my brain immediately threw out what the wording was. Okay. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, how much discernment? Uh, discernment's huge. Um, it, it is a very, very, very big part of what I do, particularly because, uh, particularly when I'm doing chaos magic stuff, I'm I'm off base. Like I'm not working out of something that has structure or references in a lot of ways. So I have to go and start if I'm going and I'm doing stuff and I do this whole thing and I have to then sit there and go, okay, well let's start breaking this down <laughs> and go kind of step by step of like. Okay, was this something? Was this something that my brain just kind of threw into fill space? Is this actually a like a sign or an omen, or is this something I need to look into more? Is this, you know, is this something that I've seen before? Is it a consistency? How is it behaving? Is it something brand new? Okay, it's brand new. Is it related to something? Is this related to an entity, a spirit, ancestors, deity, other people that I'm trapped? Maybe I'm doing journey work with people. Is it like one of their things? And just really keeping a log of that stuff and breaking it down. When I'm doing more, I would say like, in, I'm going to use in track because that's my normal term for it. It's like if I'm doing something more in track with like Hellenistic pay, you know, Hellenistic paganism stuff, I tend to do less discernment, but I still go through and do like I have checks that I do to make sure that I'm just like, okay, I'm not sock puppeting myself. Okay, good. And, or if it's a situation where I'm like, I will do a discernment and I'm like, well, my discernment doesn't make sense. Sure, Zach, I'm like, friendos, please. <laughs> and sometimes the answer, and sometimes the answer you get back is it's your choice, um, which is always the fun answer of do you believe? Uh, because it's that sometimes it comes down to faith, um, which is always fun. Uh, and sometimes it is like, here's this specific thing. I believe the word you are looking for is aggravating, not fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I get that test of faith every now and again. And I'm like, hmm, I don't like this. I am a fairly analytical person. Like I need hard answers. And they're like, shoulder shrug i don't know you figure it's it out to you <laughs> and yeah, you're just sitting there like i am going to lose my mind please yeah, just no. give me this please just um, give me an answer okay i can't come up with an answer on my own oh mm-hmm. what's really gonna bake your noodle is if i hadn't said anything would you still have broken the base <laughs> yeah that yep mm-hmm. yes that mm. uh yeah particularly after working with dionysus freaking god of contradictions Yes, <laughs> there are times Dinos drives me up the freaking wall. <laughs> Here, learn discernment and discipline. Also, go crazy. Also, go crazy. Also, crazy. Like, one of the most common things, like that, I'm like, oh, what can I be doing better in my practice? Da, 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 da. And I'll like do a reading, and I'll be asking spirits and stuff like that. And they're just like, trust your gut more. And I'm like, I'm flying on a wing in a prayer with half this stuff already. You want me to trust it more? <laughs> yes. It's it's almost like your internal bullshit detector works. I know, but it's there's things that I'm just like you, you know, and it's a kind of like maybe just like like a, a community thing 
uh, not even just on AGF, but elsewhere as well, where it's just, you get caught up in the, do you have X? Do you have a source? Do you have a reference? How good is your, you know, how well, how good is your UPG? How good is your discernment? How good is this? And you really start questioning yourself. And for, and to be fair, it's it's a. It, I don't think it's exactly a bad thing because there's a lot. Of no, stuff out no, there that God, is... it it's really easy to sock puppet yourself if if you're going Absolutely. down a train of thought where, say, my anxiety kicks up really bad and my brain drain is like, we're gonna ride this fucker off the rails. Let's go. Right, and it's and it really boils down to, and it really kind of runs into this problem of like. Well, what what mood are you in when you sit down to do stuff? What you know? Because if I'm sitting down and I'm in a you know happy, bubbly, normal mood, my stuff tends to be pretty good. If I'm on freaking fire and I'm like, yeah, I got to do stuff today, sit down, grr. Like I look at that and go, like, well, half of this is nonsense. <laughs> so what you're telling me is Jacob Marley might actually be a blob of mustard? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um. As far as uh, things that made me go, oh hell no! Um, I've got two. I've got two really two ones that have made me kind of go like, I I am out of my depth. Um, my very first one was it was uh, it was during one of the times I was hanging out with Mother Multiverse and Malik, and we were over at Malik's apartment, and I have I used to have a clay scrying bowl. Like just this nice small clay scrying bowl. And we were attempting scrying as most people try at least once or twice. So it's like, oh, we're trying it out. You know, it's, it's having some results, but eh, not really. And like, we're, we're half paying attention, half talking about D&D. Um, <laughs> like, we're not like completely, completely in with it. And I look over at the bowl and there's a, I just see an eye sticking out of it. And I go, I don't like that. Grab it, put it under the sink with hot water and soap. What I didn't know, because as I was washing out the bowl fervently, Malik's like, hey, what is that? What are you doing that for? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, there was like an eyeball in there and it kind of made me panic. And he's like, where well, are you washing that with hot water? So I'm like, yeah, they're like, uh, with the last time that I tried to do the scrying thing, I was trying to kind of come in contact with Odin. Uh, so you may be washing out his eye right now. <laughs> You'll wash your eye out. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there. Oh my god. You literally washed his eyes out with soap. Uh, I washed out the Did you learn? He's, he's only got one good one to work with anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's what you get for hearing that not a conversation you weren't invited to. I but they were like half invited like i'm just and of course so now i'm sitting there with this clay ball in my hands being like uh, well now mimic runners is really fucking clean <laughs> i can see clearly now the soap is gone and and i i don't think i've ever been in a weirder state of well i'm gonna find out if this is if all this stuff's real why because he's gonna be pissed <laughs> Oh god! Oh. I just had a beautiful vision of Odin just like storming through uh, <laughs> Asgard, 
And Frigga going, it happened again, didn't it? And he's like, don't talk <laughs> to me. Son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm just thinking, Felgar gets the spiritual mandate to only use baby shampoo for everything. <laughs> <laughs> no tears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Washing the dishes? Baby shampoo. Washing the car? Baby shampoo. <laughs> Washing the clothes? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Seth is crying. Now. <laughs> oh no! I apologize. Oh, man. thank you. That's fucking amazing. I love it. I fucking love it. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was probably my because here's the thing: when you just look over at something that you've been kind of using and getting some weird answers out of, you're like, you're like, oh, well, it's kind of working, and then all of a sudden you just see an eyeball sitting in there. Uh, your your reaction's only gonna be a couple things. Like, <laughs> um, and the other one, uh, uh, which it was a little bit different. This is when I started working with what I would call void magic. Um, and this was just like doing a journey work to go up into where like the realm of fate and just seeing because because it's like all of a sudden on one day while I was doing journey work for luck magic stuff i'm like hey this black sand team to get concentrated like over in a general area and so i'm going over there and it gets more concentrated i'm going over there it gets more concentrated and more solid and all of a sudden stuff's behaving like loose sand and starts becoming like compact almost and more fluid like almost like a tar or an asphalt and it's like it gets more concentrated and more concentrated and I'm like, well, this is weird. And it's kind of like your brain clicks on of like the, oh, no, there's someone here. And not not in the positive way either. I just mean like in the general, like, I'm no longer alone. And it's like, I gave like a general like, hello. And everything around me started to like shake and vibrate. And I was essentially interacting with what would be the, some people call it primordial void, chaos, whatever you want to call it. And I like poked it essentially. And I have never been, I am so insignificant to this thing that I'm currently like surrounded by right now. Oh no. <laughs> um, and, and that, and that just, I'll never forget that feeling of just like, I, I am not going to do my normal leave procedures. I'm like in like an emergent, my basically my effective emergency switch type thing that I do when I do journey works. And I'm like, I'm getting, I'm getting out of here. Why? Cause I should not be touching whatever this is. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. And I'm touching something I'm not supposed to be touching. I, I poked the void and it did not go well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's something, it's something you poke okay. it. And it's just, you're also like, Oh, oh <laughs> oh and and that oh just it just keeps going like there mm-hmm. is no end to it it mm-hmm. is terrifyingly large yes yep. I, i've i've had a similar experience with the void just wandering and was like oh 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 fuck uh <laughs> ripcord Rip <laughs> what did i do i don't know i shouldn't have done it <laughs> i fucked up i fucked up help 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 Help. I mean, as long as you're you're not messing around with a box while you're in there, I think you're okay. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Uh, oh no! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Pandora had to get it from somewhere. 
Yeah. I was thinking the lament configuration. Oh. Well, see, what, was, what was our next question here? Let me see. All right. So this one actually is more, a little bit more mod oriented. What are your some of your favorite things about the around Grandfather Fire Discord community? That's from Casper. Oh, geez. Um, things that are great. Things that are great about the AGF Discord server. Well, one, it is, I love the fact that it is very much so a kind of potpourri server. Um, for lack of a better <laughs> way of putting it, like it is. You never quite know what the conversation is going to be about. You know, like some days it's going to be about talking about cats. You know. Behold, my adorable cat. Like, you know, it's, and it's just like this nice, lighthearted stuff. And then sometimes you'll get these incredibly in depth, incredibly specific conversations going on, whether it's in questions or spirit work channel that are about stuff. I have, I don't, there are people are using words and I'm like, I, I, what is this? What, what are you even talking about? <laughs> Let me Google and that. Appar- real quick. <laughs> and apparently a lot of you know stuff about this. Oh, wow, this is really cool. Um, <laughs> Or hopping into like all of a sudden, I, it's like I pop in and just like, oh well, oh look, some people are talking in you know Saren's channel. Click on it, and it's just like people talking back and forth over the last. Maybe I just hadn't paid attention. It's like it's been four hours since I last looked at it, and there's just a, a mountain of people going back and forth about these very specific and complex even things, and I'm sitting there like. I'm just going to scan this, see if anything was bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> what are they being talked about? I don't know. Is it my business? I've, not unless people are getting mad at each other. Um, <laughs> um, that's probably my absolute favorite thing. And the other thing is, is like the idea of it doesn't matter your skill level. If you come into AGF, you can have a conversation with someone. Someone will be there that's willing to talk to you about pretty much anything. And it, it's like, if you, you know, people are, hey, I'm starting up with this. What do you recommend? What are some good places to start? We've got resources. We've got people in the community that are like really on the spot of like, here's some great introductory stuff. Now you could also pop up and be like, hey, I've been doing this for a while. What do you think about X? That is a you know specific thing from a specific you know maybe it's a specific part of you know oh here's this tradition that's normally done in this specific part of lower France how much of that does that relate to Italian practice or Grecian practice maybe even Iberian and how did that portray over the years and people in the server have that information like everyone has these areas of expertise and I just. And, and and the the community in itself is very welcoming. I find it to be very welcoming, and I like the fact that it is because there are. Uh, I've been on Discord for a while between gaming servers and a couple other different pagan servers, and you know, very. It's more it's more rare than it should be to be actually welcomed in and your thing. Someone probably can talk to you about it. Yeah. yeah. I, that's one of the things I really love about our Discord is the breadth of knowledge that's there. And some of it is very obscure. And like two people know about it, but they like get really excited because they both know what they're talking about. Yeah, you mentioned it. Okay, let's like, talk about it. Mm-hmm. What is this? I also dig the, it's really good for uh, book recommendations. Like almost any title. And you'll never... I don't think we 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 very rarely get the 
don't read that book. It's trash sort of responses. What we usually get is that one's got a lot of problems or it doesn't have a lot of depth to it. Or some of my favorite is it's good for A and B, but it's problematic about X and Y. So be careful when you're reading it. And, you know, it'll, it'll point out even sometimes in crappy books, there's a few blips of interesting information and either they can, you can get pointed to it or a lot of times people just quote it to you directly practically. So it's really, it's really fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. It's really good for book recommendations. I feel anyway, it, it is really good for book recommendations. I also find it's a pretty good vet for people. Like if you're like, Hey, this person good. They, 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 or did they do Nazi stuff? mother dang it (laughs) hey i picked this book up is this shit oh no it's shit yeah what are people thinking Uh, i've heard i've heard good things but i've also kind of heard something you can read it but you'll regret it (laughs) yeah or you can read it you'll regret it or you know hey probably pick that up secondhand why you probably don't want to support the author on that that's a big one Uh Mm -hmm. Mm uh-huh like like oh there's good there is good information in here yep Probably don't want to support the author, though. (laughs) Buy the book, take it home, take Mm -hmm. out these specific pages, keep those through the rest of the way. I mean, mean, there has been some little little pirate hats. Little pirate hats (laughs) pop up every now and then. It's just like, behold, a PDF. Um. (laughs) Yes. Those are amazing. Um, Another one of Cabra's question, or Cabra, Casper's, my apologies, uh, questions that I would very much like an answer to is modding is hard and we appreciate all the work you do. What can communities, ours or others do to show appreciation for the people who work to keep things running smoothly? Yes. It's going to vary by community, but. Uh, you're doing it. Um, <laughs> we get, uh, you know, I, I got to come on the show. That's, that's honestly like, that's for me, that's. <laughs> huge um <laughs> really it is like it's it's a great honor to be able to come on here i i think so at the very least well Aww. you're great we like having and, you here and i like being here and honestly the job the job can sometimes be a pain sure absolutely um but it's but most of the time it's a good thing i think like you know it, it's 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 both simultaneously more and less trouble than you think it is. <laughs> um, yes, in the, the time, in the in the private mods channel, we have rarely had to discuss cursing any of you. Yeah, rarely. Yeah, we, we have rarely. We, <laughs> there, there are times. There are times where we're just like, Are we going there? Are we going there? Are we no? gonna? How are we gonna do this? Gonna... How do we want to deal with this? <laughs> are we gonna push the red button? We have it. It's glowing. Yet? It's glowing. And then there's it's, sometimes... it's even pulsing sometimes, yeah, yeah. which is oh, very scary. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's other times where it's just like, hey, <clears throat> what? Something happened. Do we need to look into it more? Nah, I took care of it. Just put it on the list. Just, <laughs> just, just bringing it to your attention. Yep. Okay, good. Yeah. Yep. And that's uh, one of the things I, I enjoy working with you as a mod is we can have um discussions and disagreements about how to handle a situation and then come to a consensus. And yes. I appreciate that. I appreciate that we can hand that duty off to you guys and be like, I don't have the spoons. Fuck it. Y'all do it. Right. And, and, and that, and vice versa. Like it, there are times where it's just like, I, I shouldn't be the one handling this or I should, you know, it's like, and we can disagree. Absolutely. Why we're people we're going to, um, <laughs> 
but rarely are we disagreeing to the like we're not really like disagreeing to the point of well you're wrong this is blah 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 it's like hey this happened this is you know and then we just take it from two different angles and that's completely fine um which is something that sometimes sometimes can be a bit troublesome that we've Mm -hmm. come across on the server where there are people's opinions that are like oh my gosh Uh (laughs) oh no to be sure i mean Um, even even in my own case where i've had to like backtrack and be like yep i fucked up yeah and and i've had to do it too and and we're people people make mistakes it's okay like that's the thing it's okay and it's as long as you own up to mistakes it's okay and i think that's a really good thing because I think a lot of people on the server also do that because people on the server will sometimes come out, they'll say something and then there'll be a response. Um, and then it's just like, well, you know what? Actually, you know, they, they took that in, they'll come back and they'll be like, you know what? Actually, that's my bad. Because we, I think that what's something really, really nice about AGF is we're all not just practitioners. We're all trying to better become better practitioners. No one thinks that they're at the apex. No one thinks that I, I have nothing more to learn. I am the encyclopedic, you know, knowledge of this. I am the one. Sorry. We're all like, hey, you know, if we say, come up with something, we say something and the response is, I don't think that's right from more than just one person. Like, you know, maybe it's time to reconsider that point. Maybe it's time to think about that a bit more. And it allows us to actually get better as people and practitioners. And I think that's something really great. And I think that's something really great that being a mod allows us to do. Um, and yeah, as far, as far as what you can do for us, I don't know. Uh, please let us know if something's happening and you're having a problem. <laughs> There's a lot of channels. And when we're busy, it gets pretty dang impossible to look through all of it. <laughs> yeah, that's actually big. Yeah. Uh, if, like, it's kind of the see something, say something principle. If something's bothering you, something even bothering if it's not something that we actually have to, yeah, have to. You know, we're not we're not going to kick anybody off the server or anything. But there's maybe we need to say somebody, or maybe we need to step in and remind everybody about tone or whatever. But yeah, it's it's imperative. If you absolutely if you have an issue to say something. If you have an mm-hmm. issue, say something because we're not going to be like Black Black and I are both located on the you know we're in the Eastern Time Zone. Mm-hmm. there will be a time when we are both probably asleep <laughs> and and you know we're all people with jobs in yeah. real lives and i keep um, weird fucking hours i don't know about the rest of y'all <laughs> yeah there hmm. but it's and, a, yeah it, it and if you don't want to say it publicly as like in uh mentions uh say it privately you know just mm-hmm. let's let somebody know and there's five of us now so y- you have options hmm and yeah, like, uh, but yeah. as far as like things that you can do, just let us know if you actually are coming across a problem. And honestly, it'd be really cool. Uh, and this is something that I think would be cool is if you find something that you really think is cool or really interesting, let us know that too. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. really, we like good I, things as well. We as like bad good things. things. <laughs> it doesn't all have to be bad news. <laughs> yeah. You know? and, and we we do take suggestions too. I mean, like you look at some of our channels; they they're there specifically because there's a subgroup of you guys that have an interest in something. And like the Astrobot channel is a great example of that because you've got the the robot in there, and then you talk people talking about charts and the ramifications of certain planets. 
And I, you know, admittedly know very little about astrology, but you know, that's no reason why it can't have a channel and have a good community chat going on. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know shit about astrology. I have looked into it several times and I appreciate any and everybody who's ever tried to explain it to me. Y'all, y'all are fucking troopers. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm with you. Uh, I'm 100% with you. Like there's stars and they're pretty and there are planets out there too, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I, the night I, this I really know. bright star was in the sky, I got all this extra luck, dude. That was the ISS. <laughs> I, I, I mean, that being said, <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, that being said, eclipses, nah, I don't touch that. Nope. Nope. Eclipses <laughs> and I don't get along. Eclipses cost me. The last two have at least cost me three thousand dollars between the two. I don't like eclipses. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Damn! Just stay inside next time. Jesus. That's pretty much it. Just like, oh, it's an eclipse. What am I doing? Turtle mode. Nope. No. Uh-uh. Hibernating. <laughs> it's the void made manifest, and that thing sucks up all my money. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty much. Yep. Nope. Not doing that. And it's oh gosh, yeah, no, I mm-mm. and it's just like oh well, you know, but eclipse like you know it, it tends to have a lot of these connotations and these connotations and there's a bunch of things that that's cool, fuck off, and, and that's cool, fuck <laughs> off, exactly. <laughs> I'm not what am I? I'm not touching that. Why? Yeah. <laughs> so it is getting kind of late. Do we want to pick one more question before we go? Um. Yeah, which one do you want to go with? Do you have a preference? Uh, let me take a look. Or, or let me ask uh, you this, without you even looking. More lighthearted or more in-depth question? Um, it's it's later, uh, but uh, we can go with something that's a little bit more lighthearted. Heavy questions <laughs> take a while to answer. <laughs> Imagine you came home to find a circle of mushrooms growing in the middle of your kitchen. They may or may not be dancing. What are your next steps? Well, look at them. See that they're moving and dancing. Walk over to my cupboard, pull out my cast iron pot, and just <laughs> just set it, just set it next to them. Then put a wooden spoon in it. And then very calmly be like, I don't want to have to bang that around. Don't cause a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so you vaguely threaten them and then walk away. Vaguely threaten and walk away. And if I hear nonsense happening, I come back, I grab said cast iron pan, and then start banging it with all my might. <laughs> Much to the chagrin of my neighbors, but that's that's fine. I don't deal with that nonsense. You don't like time. iron now? Wait until you're a saute, bitch! <laughs> exactly. Oh. I'm going to make you into the best risotto ever. Yeah. No idea. Yeah, no, no I just... No, nope, just leave that door open. Just start banging it. Just no, nope, nope, nope. Uh, there are a few things. I mm, nope, that is not my field of expertise. I don't deal with that. I, I have very basic. I have very basic. This is how you have to deal with them. Information uh, from uh, my, you know, our our good friends on the channel, Kai and Nicole. Um, and say, okay. ironically, ironically, you'd probably get on the AGF Discord and say, "Hey, <laughs> oh, congrats. Uh, it's much I, I mean, I, I, quick. I got their, I got their direct number. That'd be like, a, hey, help, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? What is happening? Should I doubt I should touch it? Okay, cool. <laughs> Don't touch it. Got it. Okay. Can't <laughs> operate initial... the door if I'm fucking sauteing their door. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> My my initial thought to that 
question ranged between three different answers. The first one was similar to yours of, you know, get my cast iron and just like wave it at them. Like, go on, shoot, get out of here. Like you kind of boot a raccoon in the butt with a broom. Mm -hmm. Um, The second one was, while I'm not interested in a relationship, they're probably a little hungry and a little tired from all the dancing, but the only milk I actually have isn't really like heavy cream. It's more of an oat milk, but then they also like oats. So I'd probably get some oat milk. So you'd pull a reverse fay on them? Yeah. Give them some honey and be like, thanks for stopping by. Now please fucking go. And the third one was, depending on the day, I might just jump my happy ass into the fucking circle and be like, come on, boys, let's go, because I'm tired of fucking dealing with this life. <laughs> Let you have it. That's what I'm saying. I, I know exactly what would happen to me, and so do my kids who mm. always tease me. Dad, you haven't come to an abandoned path in the woods that you didn't take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and? Oh, Jesus, for that, Dad. <laughs> I am completely that, Dad, yeah. Yeah, I don't, you're the one that you throw a GPS. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, we're following the GPS on their phone, and it's gone. <laughs> we were at a we were at a family reunion once at a park, and uh, uh, my youngest daughter and, and I are walking, and we're walking around the edge of this big park. You know, there's a big grassy area, but there's woods around the edge, and we came to like a little path that went off in the woods. And I just looked over at her, and she made eye contact with me, and she knew. She said, "Dad, I'm not sure. I think you might be the first one to die in the horror movie." I said, "No, I think." I think I wander off too quick in the plot. I'm the one that shows up at the end going, what happened? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, so I, chances are you wouldn't see me for 100 years or so because I probably would get right in that thing. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Come on. No, I mean, no, no, that's it, fair. I've been known to, to be like just walking around the woods and be like, oh, I'm just going to keep walking. I'm going to keep walking. Mm. I should stop walking. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The woods got kind of weird around here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back now. Yep. Pretty much. Just like, "Mm." I I have like one story that isn't that way. And that's was very specific to a thing that I've gone to. Like a forest I used to wander in for like 20 plus years. And it's just like, okay, fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I I generally wander until the woods get weird, and then I come home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The coming home part's the hard part. <laughs> yeah. There's jobs my, here. My fantasy vacation is just to, like, literally just, like, put a pack on my back, get a walking stick, and, I'll, and you know, I have a cell phone. I'll call you in a week to tell you where to pick me up because <laughs> I'm not sure where I'll be. <laughs> I appreciate that, Bilbo. Yeah, and, you know. Jim, where are you going? On an adventure! <laughs> I don't know! I never know! <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, look, if you come back sporting some new jewelry, that's when I'll worry about you. But until then, we're good. Oh, this weird man in the woods gave me this wooden charm. It's got little figures on it. And shit. If you look yeah, really sure. close, they dance. <laughs> I'm sure I'm confused. it does. Just... I'm confused. Did I find that guy or did I am I, am I that guy? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. You went to the woods to find yourself. Ah, oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> you from the future coming back to hand you a present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you finally figured out the whole like time travel thing and like you are the time custodian. 
Oh, well, turn right into my cosplay character. All right. I like it. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Well, thank you, Jason, for joining us. And and thank you, as always, for all the hard work you do on the Discord server. We do really appreciate it. And to any listener out there, if you haven't, we've got quite a few people that join the Discord lately. You don't have to be a Patreon supporter to join our Discord. Just come and hang out. And there's discussion nights and all kinds of neat little channels. And you'll find somebody that you click with. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And and we appreciate that uh, Delcor and Black Cat do such a good job modding for us to help us keep that community safe and inclusive. So we, we very much appreciate it. Thank you very and, much. You have done a great job of really cultivating a great community to be a part of. So thank you. And with that, we will be back. We'll be recording again in one week with our final episode of this season and this year. So join us then. If you're a Patreon supporter at a certain level, you do get access to the live shows, to the Zoom link. So you could come and hang out and watch and make snarky comments in the chat. And, you know, we're hoping to see you there. And until next time, we'll see you around the fire.